Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Have you ever played out a conversation in your head? Or thought about how you'd start your own cult? Or wondered what board game you'd recommend to avert an extraterrestrial calamity? Me too! I'm Ben from the Yoxcast, and I've heard you like podcasts. So... Join us on the Chance Encounters podcast, the weekly podcast where guests pitch absurd and abstract scenarios that call for a board game recommendation. I've teamed up with Chance Encounters to put their years of expert board game knowledge to the test, bringing you the best down-to-earth recommendations for those out-of-this-world scenarios. So what are you waiting for? Check out the Chance Encounters podcast on your favourite podcast service today. Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast and it's a critical hit to your brain. Um, I can't believe <laughs> that's become the official tagline. That's the one that stuck until we come up with something better. Anyway. What about it's a critical crit to your brain? That's, uh, we're just doubling down on the crittiness of it. Uh, is that even worse or somehow better? I, I can't, think it's I can't much, tell. much worse. Yeah. I'm Jane Douglas and I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock and I'm joined by Mike Channel. Hi. Hi. I play Egbert, the Dragonborn Paladin. And we're here to listen to the second part, the finale of Fair Trial, which is an Egbert-led episode. Big day for Egbert. Big, Big Egbert energy. Egbert, yeah. yeah, so that's it's, fun. It's a fun one, We're going to yeah. listen to that archive recording in just a moment. But first, Mike, what yes. have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing? What, uh, what have I been to? doing? Uh, lots of lots of stuff. Mainly, like weirdly, sort of getting back into kind of old like arcade games and things. So I discovered that just I've got a bunch of them on my Xbox hard drives. I've never really played, and the one I thought was interesting was I have the. Do you remember the original Dungeons and Dragons uh, side-scrolling beat 'em up? Type oh things. yeah, vaguely. Remember that? You, it's a bit like Streets of Rage, but you play like one of three classes, and yeah. it's a, I don't know, a, a barbarian. I want to say yeah. a wizard and another thing. Uh, yeah, and like a yeah, maybe a rogue or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have a crack at these. Um, I haven't played them yet, but I have re-downloaded it. But I remember like. What a really interesting like genre to try and cram Dungeons and Dragons into, like the sort of side-scrolling uh, Streets of Rage type thing, because it had like branching paths. We played it very briefly. I don't know if you remember when we did the uh, charity stream for literally everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. So we downloaded it. It was one of the segments of our sort of four-hour live stream or six-hour live stream or whatever we did. But it's got all sorts of interesting things. Like it's got sort of branching moments where you can choose to go by like river or by land and things like that. So they're really trying to get that D&D tell your own adventure story yeah. vibe into a side-scrolling Streets of Rage style beat-em-up. Interesting, interesting. But it made, it made me think that if we ever had like an Oxventure game, it would be a really fun vibe, that kind of sort of slight side-scrolling beat-em-up. Not pixel art because pixel art's sort of overdone, but like be really you cool to have fully a kind of- Photoreal, three-dimensional oh, yeah, yeah. renders, yeah. Unreal Engine, something like that. 
No, I sort of more just mean like Bendix's wonderful art style. Like, oh, I see. Turned okay, into gotcha. turned into a side scrolling gotcha. beat would be would be wonderful. And the other thing I've been doing is I have also I've been on a real D and D jag recently. But they did a humble bundle. I don't know if it's still live or not. It may still be live at the moment. But a humble bundle of all the old D and D comic books. Um, so I've been reading some of the kind of Forgotten Realms comic book stuff and getting used to because uh, obviously we play in uh, Geth. But, you know, Dungeons and Dragons has its own world and its own sort of map and, you know, with Baldur's Gate and the Sword Coast. They're fun. I've only got I've only gotten into like through a couple of them. But, um, yeah, they're fun adventures. There's like a paladin, you know, and a, a cursed hand and an iron golem and all this kind of stuff. You know, we've been doing Oxventure for a long time now and, and we kind of have our very like our own sort of take on the kind of tropes of fantasy and D&D and things. But I was interested to see how that kind of differs from the the sort of canon stuff I in guess. case we need to course correct and, and sort of yeah, steer like, back towards this is not nearly magical enough the more traditional dungeons and dragons setting i've got a real thing for that kind of that art style that sort of like quite colorful fantasy you know a lot of like fantasy these days is like grim and gritty and gray and miserable and muddy and there's a place for that obviously that kind of game of thrones like dark fantasy type stuff but this is all still quite sort of because uh, I think they're from the 80s, like the 70s or 80s, maybe these these comic books. And um, so everything's really colourful and, you know, everyone's got like, you know, the elf has got all this gold armour on and there's, you know, there's these wizards in flowing white cloaks and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's like really the fun. illustrated covers of the George R. R. Martin Game of Thrones books before right. the TV show came exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly that. It's been really fun. I feel like I'm getting getting back in touch with that that sort of that old school kind of D&D stuff, which is fun. So, you know. Maybe Egbert needs a makeover or something. Egbert 2.0. He comes back even less dark and gritty. I think (laughs) he's one of our least dark and gritty characters as it is. That's true. I've been playing... I've been playing so many games because it's a capture heavy week for me. Mm. So we have, I've been capturing gameplay from Doom Eternal. So it's been a lot of first person platforming. Very frustrating. (laughs) It's more frustrating when you're not playing the game strictly for enjoyment, but you're playing it because you really need to get to a really specific part of a level. So that was quite trying, I don't mind saying. Mm. And then I was playing some control and that was much easier because... Jesse Faden can levitate. Her platforming is like, I will fly over here and now I'll fly <laughs> over here. And so that was a bit of a relief, actually. Yeah, and now I'm trying to play me. Commander Keen 4. <laughs> and so that's, ah, a, but that's a good game. Contrast. That's I don't know, fun. is it? Is yeah, it a good game? I used to play that a lot. Or is it just game? an old game? <laughs> it is an old game. So this is going to make me sound like the world's oldest person. But um, back in the day, like the PC didn't really have any like platformers like Mario or Sonic. So all the 16-bit consoles were they were having fun with their 2D platformers, and the PC didn't really have one. And then like Commander Keen came along, and it was kind of like a smooth scrolling, very visually detailed platforming game on the PC. And so like if you were a kid whose dad brought a PC home from work every so often it was really exciting to be able to play something that was like somewhat close to the console games that your friends were enjoying i have a, a lot of love for commander keen um it's pretty cute is, and he's like a little kid protagonist yeah exactly <laughs> he's like a child genius basically yeah, builds yeah. his own rocket it's a great like great sort of, sort of storyline 
So that's our week so far. Oh, we also got a nice delivery of some uh, very swish Blades in the Dark merch. It's yeah, the we new did. Blades in the Dark merch we we mentioned in previous episodes of this very podcast. So I'm looking forward to getting that stuff on and taking some photos. Wonderful art from Colin. Like I think we talked about it before, but super like atmospheric. His use of colour and you know the, the the stuff out of the window it just looks great. Extremely cool. Makes me want to be a better, cooler role player. Yeah, I think, you know. I'm like, look at this character art. This is a real character with thoughts and feelings. You can't just keep making puns on the stream. Well, do you know, it's it's weird to me to be playing a human character because... Like, I feel like uh, with Egbert, you know, like obviously everyone gets their sort of cool fan art and stuff of themselves. And quite often it like it quite closely resembles them. Um, mm. And uh, for you, it's but with Egbert, it's just a giant, dragon. It's a big gold Aww. dragon. And I love that big gold dragon. But it's quite nice in a way to play Barnaby, who's like a, a human character. And uh, while I wouldn't say it's an exact like replica of me, the kind of character He's art. It's closer to you physically it, than the yeah, big gold dragon. Exactly. Certainly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, it depends if I had a big lunch or not. But, um, <laughs> How but gold yeah. you are that day. <laughs> yeah. He's far better dressed than me, though. Barnaby's and, much... and richer, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't far know for sure. But... Well. I definitely don't have a butler. I think it's been nice for Johnny as well, because obviously Johnny is a central part of Oxventure mm. D&D, but when he plays a character, it is generally an NPC. So the fan art tends to not include him as much, or if mm. it does include him, it's not one of his own hero characters, not one of yes. his adventurer characters that he might play in a different D&D campaign. But now that he's playing with us as a player in mm. Blades in the Dark, yeah, now there's Johnny fan art and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Like Lots I mean, love for Casimir. Fan art is just one of the coolest elements of what we do. It's just like really amazing when people take that sort of narrative that is kind of created on the fly by us. You know, we don't, you know, we don't do a lot of, well, I don't do a lot of prep for Oxventure, really. We just kind of dive in and, and off we go. And so it's amazing when stuff resonates with people, like particular scenes or particular, you know, interactions or characters. And, and it's really, really cool. So, and they come along and elevate it with well, with amazing drawings. Yeah, amazing like, artistic yes, talent. That was so. my exact vision for this scene. <laughs> if you want to see those, by the way, go to store.outsideXbox.com or store.outsideextra.com. I'll put the link in the description. But if you go there, you can see the amazing art by Colin and you can, you know, if you so choose, there's a poster, there's a t-shirt, there's an incredible pin. Mm. I've seen some photos on Instagram of people's pins arriving and it is so cool. Yeah, the little um, Aster interventions. It's properly 3D. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a flat design on a no, pin. It's, it's got like, like it's rounding. It's crafted and, by a oh, jewellery maker it's or exquisite. something. Some it's exquisite. It's like exquisite. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the poster here in a roll. Ooh. But I'm not taking it out until I can You've frame it. You've got a frame it. for it. Got to get a yes. frame for it. Yeah, I think it'll look get really it good. Mounted and framed frame. and such so. like. Yeah, that's the Blades in the Dark merch. And there's a new Blades in the Dark episode, not this week. So not the Friday this podcast episode goes up on, but next week. So yes. look forward to that. It is in the edit process, the edit chamber mm. at the moment, which I mean, John is slaving away over a hot yes. editing suite to make <laughs> it happen. It's building up really nicely to a, a big finale this heist that we're all planning. And I really love the way uh, Luke structured it as a series of sort of setup missions and that it's all going to come together in the final. He's final a real showrunner, sort of real visionary. He's a real J.J. He, yeah. Abrams of our blades in the dark. He, he was so like, you know, when we, he was so sort of um, self-effacing and just sort of like, 
Uh, you know, I'd like to give this GMing thing a try, uh, maybe, <laughs> if you'll allow it. Uh, yeah, just like scuffing the toe of his boot exactly. in the ground, you know. I don't know if I'll be any good at <laughs> yeah. it, guys. And then he creates an entirely coherent fictional Living, breathing world. world. Yeah, with a hundred characters. It's just... <laughs> Beyond me, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, let alone, you know, a character. I know, that I know. It's, it's intimidating because I quite often think I would dearly love to GM or, or be storyteller, that is, for Vampire the Masquerade because that course, is exactly yeah. my vibe. That's, mm. that's my jam. I think it would be even harder, not in terms of the rule sets because I've got a grasp on that, yep. but in terms of being a storyteller because it's set in the present day, in the world mm. you know, I think there's less wiggle room for sort of hand wavy description fudgy yeah. i think it's i think you can be a little more fudgy if it's a fantasy setting of some sort mm. or, or even a sci-fi setting of some sort versus it's the world you know and i i think at least for me my expectation of like storytelling detail is that much higher because yeah. i know how that should look you know i know what that place should be like absolutely yeah but also just like being able to switch immediately into a character and, oh, and gosh, to be able yeah. to like it's one thing to play a character who you kind of know pretty well and you, and you can like i can imagine how egbert will react in most situations or barnaby for example but to be able to switch from telling the story to then to a character and to have a conversation that moves that story along and kind of reflects their motivations and their needs and what they want to get out of that conversation it must be so difficult i've not tried it yet i'd i'd like to have a crack at it but my i think my problem would be i'd probably be all right for one session but then after that, I'd immediately forget everything I'd said in the previous session and have no idea of where it was going. Well, that's next, the beauty so. of recording or live streaming every session you yeah. ever play, because there is a record of it if you care to that's go true. back and watch the whole thing. Or you just get good at taking notes, you know. You get good yeah, at I think that's that's probably the thing, isn't it? It's being organised as you go. Um, oh, there's a little notes. trick that Johnny has. It's not a trick. That makes it sound much more insidious than it actually Subterfuge. is. But when we start, I play a Deadlands campaign mm. with Johnny, not online, incredibly, and at the beginning of every session, he invites the players to sort of recap what happened in the previous session, which might be two or three weeks ago or what have mm. you. And it's a nice way of like the storyteller or the GM, like putting that on the players. And it kind of re-engages the players because it's not just the DM going, and here's what's happened. And, yeah. and everyone sort of tunes out. So it's it's nice. It's like, and so it what put, do you remember? A it becomes a, a hive mind thing as well, doesn't it? Like, you know, between you, you can all basically remember what happened. But if it's all down to the, the GM to be like, well, it's you'll recall you were in yeah, the yeah. village of Thistlethorpe and, you know, all this stuff. I think because we're, I mean... I don't know why I hesitate to say it, because we were both literally writing today. We're writers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And yet I hesitate. But as writers and uh, professional internet show-offs, being yes. a GM is extremely attractive. But you can't escape the fact that players have an easier ride. You know, you're in it absolutely for yeah. the ride yeah i mean i i always appreciate uh, yeah whether it's luke or johnny yeah just the amount of of skill required to do what they do and i i think the thing about a great gm is they make it seem effortless and i think that's something that both <laughs> luke and johnny have got yeah. down and i think i would make it look like a lot of effort yeah yeah yeah. I'd that's be the sweating. only reason <laughs> i'm tempted yeah, like... is because they make it look easy and i'm like yeah. i could do that yeah. That's so cool. shuffling papers and that. Yeah. dropping dice and all this stuff. No, yeah, Luke and no Luke and Johnny work incredibly hard, and I'm very mm. grateful for that because it is it's extremely 
gratifying to be a player in one of their worlds. Absolutely. Highly, highly recommend it if you can do that. Well, the next best thing, I suppose, would be to listen to the Oxventure podcast. We should probably go and listen to the second half of Fair Trial. But before that, why don't we have a listen to the supporters of this podcast? Absolutely. Mike. What? Get ready for the ultimate tabletop monster hunting experience. Ah, you must be talking about Monster Hunter World The Board Game, which is the cooperative arena-based combat board game for one to four players based on the best-selling video game. Mm, Gather your party, grab your weapon, and hunt massive monsters in an open world where your choices matter. Live on Kickstarter until April 30th. Pick your pledge level, check out the Kickstarter exclusives, and don't miss out. You can find a link to Monster Hunter World The Board Game's Kickstarter page in the description of this podcast. Check it out. Thanks there to Andy and Mike Thanks for that me. message from our sponsors. And also, and also thank you to the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very much thank you to the sponsors for, for supporting this podcast. Right. Producer John would like me to remind you once again that this stream, this was our first ever streamed live D&D session. It exists only as a YouTube video so the audio you're about to listen to is audio from the youtube video it may not be the purest sweetest cleanest audio you've ever heard but we like to think that the immense quality of the performances (laughs) more than makes up for the quality i love how you almost managed to get through that sentence without laughing (laughs) (laughs) so close it's not too bad it's all right it's fine. It's just John has very fine. high standards. He has a background he in radio. Does. Oh, He's he very does. keen on audio quality. Yeah. Gosh, being an audiophile must be exhausting. Absolutely. And think <laughs> how many expensive pairs of headphones you get through as well. Well, let's listen to it. And then don't go away because on the far side of the recording, we will come back and talk about Post-match it. Post-match analysis. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You ready? I'm ready. Jousting shall now begin. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Contestants to your griffins. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 Gr- griffin. <laughs> um, as you leave the tent, um, uh, to the sound of of bees, sort of like speeding up inside a pig's bladder. <laughs> um, uh, the your entourage is waiting, and they're like, "Oh, Cedric, Cedric, it's time! Come on, come on! Let's see you on your griffin. You're going to look so dashing." Yes, griffin. I knew that. <laughs> was going to happen and I can't wait to ride it as I often do so um, time to climb aboard the griffin uh, now and I imagine uh, this griffin would know its rider anywhere <laughs> oh little Percy my goodness he oh you have no idea Bod was it <laughs> yes wonderful okay so um, you are taken to um, a stable where there is a very like uh trim and lean looking griffin it doesn't have an ounce of fat on it and it looks <laughs> this at you griffin and goes, is ripped <laughs> <laughs> like a, hey! a, a, a horrible hissing starts in its throat the entourage is like oh percy what's that oh goodness Wait, well, uh, percy, what's, <laughs> percy what's wrong it's me cedric the, the no- normal cedric and then <laughs> you sort of you get close enough that he catches a sniff because you are wearing his clothes on you mm-hmm. It's like, 
when consensus sort of it drops down uh, yep. so that you can jump on uh, on his back. Could you make right. me a wisdom, wisdom animal handling check, please? Oh, okay. Uh, is this our first ever animal handling check? Oh, Ellen just, Ellen just did one. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, it's nearly bee time. Uh, that's 13. We're B okay. minus 10 seconds. Oh. Uh, okay, you, you get onto the... the you get onto the back. Stop the bees. You get onto the back of the griffin, and it sort of, like, shifts under your weight a bit, uh, and you're fine, and then you... Then you hear a distant pop, um, <laughs> followed by like, and then you just hear very quietly in the distance. You just hear, um, uh, wow, what's, the wind is uh, so strange. Percy, these parts. Percy sort of rotates his head and looks at you with an eyeball, and it's like skittish. He's like doing that weird dancing sideways thing Whoa. in the pen. Uh, Are any of my uh, horse dancing skills transferable to this situation? <laughs> Yes, go on then. I will allow you to add your proficiency bonus. Yeah. Halved, rounded up. Um, okay. To your checks Two. while I'm open. Okay, right. that's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the the gates are opened and you are led out into the tourney, tourney grounds and you go into sort of your channel. You oh. see on the other end, Egbert is there on, um, on a griffin that looks perfectly serene. Um, you feel an irresistible urge to tease him and you're not sure why. <laughs> You just like you look down at yourself and you're like, "Oh, I'm better than him." <laughs> like, this, oh, no. I mean, that that is standard for Corazon anyway. Yeah. But was... there's uh -oh. there's something new in it. You feel powerful. You're like, "I don't like him." Um, I'm being uh, by the Cedric. Uh, anyway, um, there. Yeah, basically, um, an announcer goes, it's "Cedric, all right versus Egbert, the careless." Woo! And I'm, I'm like Egbert. into the ear of the griffin. I'm like, come on, buddy, we got this. I, I did a practice run earlier, and I was really good at this. So I think we're going to be fine. Okay. And then I give it a little G up, so, and off we go. <laughs> both of you make me a um, both of you make me a wisdom animal handling check. Is Corazon so into this that he's forgotten the plan? <laughs> uh, wisdom. How is jousting a wisdom thing? Come on. Seven animal. Animal handling, I'm afraid. It's no. This isn't the actual okay. joust. Sixteen um, mi minus one roll? wisdom, because Egbert. Wow. I rolled, a, I rolled, I rolled a three plus two to wisdom plus two uh, proficiency. <laughs> okay. So I'm fifteen. Uh, your. Yep. Yeah. Um, Percy is not happy about <laughs> this at all. Uh, so he does start charging down toward Egbert. Uh, but I'm afraid you're going to be at a disadvantage on your joust roll, Corazon. <laughs> that's what that's what I want. That's oh, yeah, perfect. Good, right? Great, yeah. I want to uh, lose yeah. the joust. Yeah, this griffin hates you. Uh, okay. So both of you make me... I mean, I guess... This, this is probably strength athletics. Uh, a, 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 a lance is not a finesse no. weapon. Okay. Okay. Strength athletics. Oh, it's a 20 plus four. <laughs> <laughs> Plus four strength. Great, 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 great,
on the shoulder to oh, perfectly no 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 organ, no major organs. I just want to perfectly unseat him from the uh, from the Griffin. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, my do... my plan is to be unseated as well. So I'm yeah. uh, kind of leaning into it. Yeah. No. This is going to really perfect. sell it. <laughs> you, you sell. Oh, the, it it pops big, um, and you sell it perfectly. Your shoulder. Um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> no. It's an expert maneuver, and you were already kind of rolling with it. So yeah, um, it looks impressive. Um, the crowd goes, <gasps> and you hear a lot of people go, oh no, and tear up betting slips <laughs> as um, as Cedric, oh, Cedric on it. presumably does that. Cedric is off the thing, the like rotates fully three hundred and sixty yeah. degrees. It is, it is balletic, <laughs> um, and then Percy just sort of tears off into the distance. <laughs> into the woods. Keeps running. And everyone's like, oh. Um, your entourage is slow to come and congratulate you. They're like, well, don't don't worry, Percy, dear. There are plenty more trials. No! I have proven today that Egbert the Careless is my superior. <laughs> I am the worst <laughs> paladin ever. Oh. Uh, Hang on, we his... should be writing this down. <laughs> it's all going to the profile. <laughs> what a scoop! Worst um, paladin... Boy. Ever. There's uh, your front page. The entourage uh, deserts you with incredible uh, speed. I will now retire to my green room and allow myself to be stung by bees. As <laughs> they tie myself up and sting myself as penance. You hear muttering you like that. That's what I, that's that is a paladin thing. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> I told you that. The, the Albrights, they're into some weird stuff. No, no, you told me, but it's another thing to, to actually hear it from his mouth. Anyway, I'm off there. No one come and check on me. Um, uh, you return, uh, Egbert, you return your griffin to the stalls, and um, uh, Max is there. They are leaning up against the wall and go, oh, looks like I did make a mistake in uh, picking you up after all. Yeah. Yeah, well I, I'm sort of surprised at myself, really, to be honest. I'm so rusty. I only really had one practice run, and we didn't even use lances, but it seemed to go well. Uh, how, are you, how are you? What have I got next? Do you know? Uh, yes, actually. Um, I've, I've, I mean, I've cleared my schedule, so um, it turns out I couldn't get anyone else on board, so I'm just going to stick with you if that's, that's, fine. If that's yeah, all right. You're welcome to, yeah. Um, next up is reversing a carriage around the oh, corner. I'm good at this one, I think, but then I thought I was bad at jousting, so who knows, really? <laughs> I feel like there's um, an element of luck um, to well, all of these trials. Really, you'd have thought it would just be skill, but actually I feel like there's a rather large element of luck to everything I do, ever. Yeah, it's mm. funny, isn't it? I get that creepy yeah, sometimes. It's weird, weird. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like I'm just a big rock rolling around in yeah, a tray. Yeah, <laughs> just tumbling, endlessly tumbling. Through the cosmos. Yeah. Do you ever fit? Do you know when people are like, "Can you rate this for yeah. me?" You're like, they're like, "Well, how is it out of a hundred? You're like, "Well, I don't know, twenty. Mm. Like, it's twenties. Weird. Yeah, anyway, yeah. we're we're gonna montage <laughs> this bit. Just make me a uh, dex sleight of hands check for reversing a carriage okay, around the corner. Uh, let me work out what my what my thing is. Uh, Yay, montage! Dexterity is plus two. All right, I'm gonna roll, and it is another twenty. <laughs> What? Oh my god. Yes! Um, the I do a handbrake reversal moves. turn. Even though carriages don't have handbrakes, I sort of reach down and grab one of the cartwheels with my hand to lock it, and then I do a reverse handbrake turn in a carriage. Yes. Woo! And it looks incredible. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> um, More phone when you, you come back, Max, 
Max is leaning against a tree. They're eating some funnel cake. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they look really pleased. Um, next up is uh, pamphleteering. Okay. Um, there is a crowd uh, in a fenced off pen. <laughs> There's just a crowd of just normal normal folk going about their day. Um, uh, to, to look at them, you're not convinced they know that they're in a pen in a trial. Um, but they're sort of just like, just idling about. Um, and you have 90 seconds to convert as many of them as possible. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, uh, are there other are there other pamphleting uh, sessions happening at the same time? Um, not in the same crowd, guys, but at the same join... time. Yes, guys, we can okay. join the crowd. Uh, oh. I, well, in that case, to increase Egbert's uh, odds, uh-huh. yeah, uh, I I I sort of sidle up to the side of the pen. To another paladin and subtly cast uh-huh. prestidigitation on him so that he smells terrible <laughs> so that no one wants his pamphlets okay you soil a paladin um uh he does terribly in his trial people are it's actually it looks like he's a sheepdog because <laughs> they are just through. filling the spaces he isn't in um and he uh, by the end is is chasing them around with a mace out going take the pamphlets um are um, you infiltrating the crowd corazon Yes, I'm back as Corazon now. I've undisguised myself. I'm going to okay, infiltrate cool. the crowd and uh, be like a heater. I'm going to get. I'm going to get everyone on board. Okay, deck stealth check, please, for anyone who is following Corazon into the pa- the pen. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen plus four. Uh, yeah, like eighteen or something. Or Nineteen. No, no. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you are both in. Um, could you please make me charisma persuasion checks, each of you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Prudence, what are you up to while they're while they're rolling? More candy floss. More candy floss, perfect. Um, yeah. You've somehow acquired uh, a bigger balloon. This one is. Um, What's it full of, Johnny? Uh, hornets. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they The bladder was some sort of um, like large bovine <laughs> uh, cow. Is the word oh. I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, don't show experts. Uh How did you do on your uh, persuasion rolls? Uh, I ended up after all the bonuses with the twenty-one. Uh, Fourteen. All right. Yeah, you both do pretty well at this. Um, uh, Corazon is like la vache mauve. Whoa! What the, this this god is like a cow and it's purple. <laughs> well, I'm sold. What about you? This sounds great, man. Yeah, I love cows. They're great. Maybe he's to follow Zeus. <laughs> That idiot. Yeah, I'm just finding this all very. Th- this is all just very moving. I I, I haven't I even I haven't even handed so a pamphlet to Corazon. I'm oh, just sorry. sort of. Sorry, he, let me have that The fast move. Wow. Now that I've seen the pamphlet, I love the Vashmove even more. I would do anything for the Vashmove. I would and, die and, for the Vashmove. I turn to I Corazon and I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> What are you doing here? Did they select you for the crowd? I, sir, I have never met you before. I just love Come the on, Corazon. You seem to be doing very well. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you try and kid me. Did you get selected by a, the officials a, to be in the pen? It's a lucky stroke of luck, isn't it? I stealth, I stealth out of the pen. <laughs> I try and stay away from it. I continue handing out pamphlets. <laughs> um, there is a crowd around you waiting to receive pamphlets you actually like as the as the bell rings for the end of the 90 seconds you give out your last pamphlet 
I'm like, I drew it um, myself. There'll be chips and dip at the first meeting. <laughs> there is a, a, a polite round of applause for the mention of chips and dip. <laughs> chips. Um, you uh, exit the pen, um, and Max is just beaming from ear to ear. They've got like a, a tankard, and they like they toast you like this is. This is the best day of my career. I might even get a steed after this. <laughs> Honestly. Seriously. Okay, I, I, I find a, a flagon of something non-alcoholic, an isotonic sports mead that's non-alcoholic, and yep. I cheers. Max. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Great. Hey, you're welcome. You, um, you, uh, you, you, you ready for the obstacle course? Am I? Am I? <laughs> you are. You this is... You remember this bit from your last trial very, very fondly because it is lots yeah. of fun. Your previous attempts at the obstacle course, you don't remember as clearly because they left you very, very concussed. <laughs> um, <laughs> explains a lot. <laughs> but basically, it is a, it is a gauntlet um, and there's kind of like a, um, a gantry. Hast thou ever seen the mummers play... <laughs> this is going to be a deep cut... First night, yeah. Yeah. Starring, starring Mel of Gibson Rich or Richard of Gear, yeah, yeah, and the other uh, troubadour, Sir Sean oh, of yes. Connery. Yeah. Okay, it's sidebar as a medievalist. It's actually a really good representation of Arthurian legend. But anyway, there is a gauntlet <laughs> in that. Yeah, Imagine that. Things um, so there's and, like a raised, yeah, like all of, yeah. yeah, raised platform. No, the one. Yeah. So, um, you are um, there. In fact, the the gauntlet. Um, they, to, to get people through quicker, um, there are four of them. At any one time, two of them are in use and two of them are being reset. You are on the uh, left um, gauntlet and there is a paladin you do not recognize. Um, so, you know, you probably don't need to half sting them to death. <laughs> um, and a man steps up and says, Egbert, you will go on my first whistle. Excuse me, are you Irish or Scottish? Both. <laughs> okay, cool. You will go on my second whistle. Uh, both, definitely both. Anyway, he uh, digs out a whistle and gives it a, a toot, and you sprint up Does the, the other platform. paladin have the, the sign first... of the wolf? Good. Yes. <laughs> are we all in? Are we in the stands watching this? Uh, you, the, the people are allowed to go right up to... The gauntlet. Okay. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you can see, because um, okay. Egbert won't be able to see all of this. He comes up the ramp, and then there is a series of doors that he must smash. Uh, there are three doors, each of them slightly more reinforced than the last. Um, then there is um, a, a, a water trough over which he must jump. This looks like quite a big jump. Um, then uh, there are. There's a smaller version of the crowd, uh, and there are people who look like they really don't like being handed things. Uh, they must be pamphleted before he is allowed to proceed. Mm. Um, and then um, there is um, a man in full plate armor holding on to like a pole arm, which on each end has um, what looks like more pig's bladders stuffed this time with like cotton wadding. Um, <laughs> he has a second one and seems prepared to throw it to Egbert. Um, and then at the end, there is an old woman in a chair. Uh, okay. Oh, cool. Trust, um, trust that old woman <laughs> in a chair. Before the, um, 
I think Egbert can take her. Before the definitely Celtic, but we're not entirely sure how uh, man blows his whistle, is there any preparation you lot want to try and do to I'm grease do the wheels stretches. for this? Okay. Well, I would yeah. like to... Um, I would like to manoeuvre my way up to the, the side of the gauntlet, particularly the bit with the big water trough that needs jumping, uh-huh. so that I'm in prime position to throw my fold-out ramp yes. to give Egbert a yeah. bit of extra lift. Yeah, I think... That. Something, something you can run up. I think we're all going to be Professor Snaping this from the stands, aren't we? We're going to be mm. doing all that. From the, yeah, all right. I do um, not get that reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> Remote okay, magical um, interference of some okay. of some stripe. Is that what you're saying, Corazon? Yes, magical okay. interference. I think Egbert can probably manage some door smashing down doors. I mean, oh, yeah. there's barely yeah. a door left on the joyful <laughs> damnation. <laughs> um, well, the first whistle goes, and Egbert charges up toward the first door. Egbert, you need to smash down a door, okay. please. I assume that's smash a strength it. thing. Seventeen yep. plus four mace. is twenty-one. Yes, that'll do. More that will more than do. The first mace, uh, the first mace, like blow, the door shatters into into splinters, uh, injuring some of the crowd. Why not? Um, he he barely even slows his roll as he comes up to the next door, which has iron banding across it. Ooh. So um, make me a strength. Uh, make me the same okay. attack again. Uh, you're looking to beat an armor class. Oh of no, it's nine plus four, so it's uh, thirteen. Um, he goes boom and rebounds. It's like, ah, damn. Cast heat metal on the iron, it'll be soft. I cast heat metal on the iron, it'll be soft. (laughs) You cast heat metal on the iron, it becomes soft. Uh, Once again, please, Egbert, uh, we'll call it, you've just got to beat. I've got a 15 now, plus four is 19. (laughs) It's amazing. You you smash it and the door um, doesn't so much break inwards as it sort of folds inwards as the metal sort of gives. And whoa. That's weird. That's um, weird, isn't it? I look around to see if anyone else um, thinks that's weird. Uh, you saw sort of the crowd. Me, I'm making snake faces <laughs> in the crowd. Like, <laughs> the it's crowd so is. Weird. Keep going. Um, you hear somebody in the back go, It must be because he's a dragonborn. I shrug um, and go, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Third door. <laughs> okay, the next door is is. This is a nice door. This is like really heavily reinforced. It's studded, and you're even you are like, ooh, this this is a big door. I might this this is going to be hard to break down. So make me another okay. attack. Uh, Eleven plus four is fifteen. You do some damage <laughs> to it, like you mm. sort of dent it, and it rattles impressively in the frame. Okay. Um, How's the people... other paladin doing? Uh, the other paladin—that is a good question. The other paladin is through the first door. He's stuck at the second door currently. Yes. Great. Okay, prudence. You got out. any, any out, paladin. stuff for um, this? Nothing that's very—I've got to say—nothing that's very low key. <laughs> so if I get involved, okay. it's going to be pretty obvious. But I tell you what I do is I—I um, I use detect magic. I sort of cast detect magic. I sort of run up and down the stands trying to detect magic along the obstacle course in case there are magical elements to any of the obstacles. Also, has Egbert tried the handle? Not yet. He has not tried the handle. Egbert, you fool! <laughs> I hear someone calling okay. me a fool from I the crowd. Try the handle. Egbert, you fool. I try the handle. Um, 
so as as Corazon goes try the handle, you hear a lot of the the sort of people watching go <laughs> as if it's a really droll joke. Oh. Uh, you try the handle and the door opens. Yeah, um, <laughs> I do this. You hear the crowd go to the crowd. Oh! And thanks. There is rapturous <laughs> applause. You're like, what a clever paladin. Um, and they uh, said I didn't have. <laughs> Uh, Prudence, you, uh, you're going up and down and detecting magic, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, scanning, scanning for magic up and down, the, the running up and down stands. The old lady in the chair at the end lights up like a beacon. <laughs> this is going to be cool. <laughs> I guess right. oh, this is going to be great. I whisper to everyone else in the stands with me. Well, not everyone else, just the charismatic cheat friends. Like, that lady is magic as heck. She's so magic. She's, she's rife riddled with magic. <laughs> Okay, well let's keep a uh, let's keep an eye on her in case she does something weird. But we there's yeah. a whole bunch of trials to go through first. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking of which, you are now through the third door and you are approaching the water trough. Oh, all right. Um, with a length of hemp and rope tied to one <laughs> end of it, I throw out my fold-out <laughs> ramp. Whang. <laughs> Like a okay. like a piece of lawn furniture, it snaps. And I sprint towards the thing, and I feel like I'm about to jump, try and jump across the trough. But actually, all of a sudden, there's a ramp underneath my feet, and uh, and I get a bit of extra height, just a just a foot or so. Yep. But maybe it's enough. I guess we'll find okay. out. And I, I assume we're still laying yes. out what we would like to happen here. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But as soon awesome. as Egbert is airborne, I would like to whip the ramp away again and, and fold it away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm also going to hide next to the water trough in cat form. <laughs> this will be interesting. Just, just, I've got, just, I've got a backup. Just okay, Marilyn turns into a cat and is uh, crouched by the water trough. Egbert, yes. this will be... It's a powerful leap. Are we... <laughs> We can call this strength athletics, cool. I think, because you're you're not trying to do it no, in a fancy way. You're trying, trying to, to brute force your way over this. Thirteen um, plus four is seventeen. Okay, great. Um, As Egbert takes off, yeah, I cast Featherfall on him. Ah, to ooh. slow to slow his descent and to carry Give him across. Give me a bit of extra. Does he like sail over the horizon? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's incredible. This this paladin runs up, uh, and as he gets to the top of the ramp, he sort of starts windmilling and lets out this big roar. And it's like time slows down. It's rather like da -na 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 -na. he goes <laughs> sailing over the water. Hast thou seen the ballad um, of people... Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. It is very very similar to that. Um, the crowd is already applauding before you hit the deck. Uh, li as light as a feather, quite literally. Um, Dob. Yeah. Roll me a deck slight of hands check to get the ramp back. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, let's not panic. Uh, that's a nine. The ramp smashes you in the face. <laughs> oh, um, you kind of go like, and it just. Uh, the ramp breaks, and you will take. Three points of damage, please. Ow! Ow, ow, ow. That's ow. it. Let's hear um, it for ramps. Real <laughs> MVP. But what it's worth, no one seems to notice that you've smashed yourself in the face with a fold with a uh, hastily constructive fold-out ramp. Because they're all watching Egbert do this incredible leap. 
Um, uh, even the knight who then stands in front of Egbert is sort of applauding by bashing the two big sticks together, like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Um, and then he tosses one to you, I Do I catch and it? And takes a low <laughs> stunt. Dex, Dex check, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Good uh, cool, okay. Um, Corazon. Yes. Does this seem like a situation that a little grease might... Yeah, grease 11, 11 plus grease 2 is, my, is whether I catch How it big? at all. Okay. Yes, you catch it. It's a fumble, but people are still... The crowd is really on wow. your side. I've never been a um, fan favourite before. the other guy. <laughs> so, um, how big is the platform that they're both standing on? It is big enough for them to sort of maneuver and circle one another, but small enough to be precarious and exciting. Yeah, I think if I cast grease, they're probably both going over because it's Grace got a range of... Grease's shoes. Oh, what about the other one? The other, the other paladin is through the third door now, and he. Oh, um, I rolled a one. The other paladin has fallen <laughs> into death. the trough. There is quite yes. a commotion. Has he died? He's not okay. dead, but he is wearing a lot of plate. So he is definitely in mortal peril. Um, this, this is in some ways, I think, what the crowd was hoping for, because the sides of the water trough are glass. So people are now watching and cheering and banging on the windows as this paladin is trying to unbuckle his breastplate. So that he can swim back to uh, to the top. So we'll leave him there and see. I jump how... in and help him. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, make me a just a strength check to heave him up to the surface. Cool. Of the He's going to be disqualified for outside assistance. You realise that, but I guess he'll be alive. Slide a butter knife between his ribs. That's good. That's what we want. Uh, <laughs> it's it's an eleven. Uh, you Dogs pull him to the surface of the water. Um, he punches you in the face. Um, he's like, what are you doing? My rat's wound. The crowd is already booing as the, um, uh, basically somebody appears on the gauntlet waving two red flags and yelling, disqualification! Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Brilliant. Uh, the man, after punching you in the face, locks his arms around your shoulders and neck and just starts sobbing into your shoulder. Oh, um, buddy. Uh-oh. Calm emotions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There, 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 there. Being a paladin sucks. <laughs> I'm friends with one, and it looks like such hard work. Is it what you wanted for yourself, or is it just what you think other people want for you? Why are you trying to be a paladin? Now let's get you out of the water. <laughs> let's get you out of those wet clothes into a dry martini. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the would-be paladin leaves the pool with a new sense of direction in life. The bar, um, <laughs> people, yeah, he, he uh, and he goes to the bar and has a dry martini. Um, uh, Seal Gaiman, meanwhile, has infiltrated the tank. Um, uh, has put on the has sort of swum to investigate the um, the breastplate and has got his head stuck in the neck hole, and so he's now just <laughs> swimming around in circles with a breastplate on, and the crowd's going wild. <laughs> um, Egg, but you assume all of this noise is for you as you go to to fight they against this me. guy. They Are you really greasing the love me. <laughs> Okay, guys, guys, grease uh, is a is like a ten foot square on the platform. Ah. It's grease the entire platform, but I'm up for it. I mean. If Egbert truly deserves to be a paladin, then he can handle a little, little grease, right? Here's the thing you need to know about Egbert. He has claw feet. I cast grease. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Okay, uh, remind me what the saving throw is for this. Uh, Johnny, what a wonderful question. Let me tell you. Uh, dexterity saving throw. What's your spell save DC? Uh, spell save DC is 14. All right. Um, I'll do the knight, Egbert. What do I, what do I have your to dex. roll? Just a 20, uh, d20. Dexterity cool. saving right. throw. Add your add your dex modifier. Yeah, plus two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is a big fat three plus two, which makes five. <laughs> you fall over. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I fall yes. over slightly less hard. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you hit the you hit the deck. You both go out. Um, like, but you are still on the platform. Right. The knight, on the other hand, is sort of like in the ionosphere. <laughs> He's just gone like, woo! <laughs> uh, and gone flying off the gauntlet. He's um, out of there! Yeah, it's it's like someone hit a home run. <laughs> um, someone someone with a, like a, I don't know, a, like a, a bugle or a zither or something does a sarcastic, like, <laughs> does he disappear um, over the horizon with a little twinkle? Uh, yes he does there's like a um, and somewhere um, an emotionally mature green frog feels a little bit happier Um, hey folks it's me Andy and Jane is here too Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around you won't believe these bargains folks head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever it's back and waiting for you have you ever played out a conversation in your head or thought about how you'd start your own cult or wondered what board game you'd recommend to avert an extraterrestrial calamity me too i'm ben from the yoxcast and i've heard you like podcasts so Join us on the Chance Encounters podcast, the weekly podcast where guests pitch absurd and abstract scenarios that call for a board game recommendation. I've teamed up with Chance Encounters to put their years of expert board game knowledge to the test, bringing you the best down-to-earth recommendations for those out-of-this-world scenarios. So what are you waiting for? Check out the Chance Encounters podcast on your favourite podcast service today. Anyway, uh... uh... Yeah, so but you sort of need to get up, but the crowd roars. They're not sure what you did, but everyone is already agreeing it was a masterful move. <laughs> I sort of uh, very, um, very uh, cautiously get back to my feet and dig in my claws. Yes. Are you maintaining the grease, Corazon? Uh, oh, I can cancel it, can't I? Yeah, let's cancel the grease, because okay. that's going to be a problem for Egbert otherwise. Where does the grease go when you cancel it? Into space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm satisfied. Back, back into Corazon's <laughs> grease gland. <laughs> oh God! It's not a gland. Ever said? I just inhaled one of my own feathers. That was that, <laughs> that was that was real nasty. <laughs> not a gland. It's a sack, as you know. <laughs> oh my God! Um, we Meryl went out cat. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, to the tune of back in the USSR. <laughs> 
Um, Marilyn, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm still sneaking around as a cat, like keeping an eye on things. Okay. Um, I was watching the seal for a little bit, like kind yeah. of like, and doing that, that <laughs> thing that cats oh. do. Oh. Uh, oh. Is the seal okay? He's fine. Uh, people are throwing in quite a lot of food oh. for him. Um, <laughs> so you can just hear under, under the waters kind of... He ate already! <laughs> like earlier. <laughs> um, the, um, you know that thing where you're talking in a room and suddenly all conversation stops and you are talking entirely mm -hmm. too loud? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. That happens to Egbert. He's like, you ate already! And that, because the whole crowd has gone dead because uh, they are now wa like watching and waiting uh, for the only thing left on the gauntlet is an old lady in a chair. Uh, and suddenly the air is thick with tension. Mm. Apart and the screams of a seal that's having a nice <laughs> <Okay>. time. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I, I cautiously approach the old lady and say, Hello? What do you want? Uh, well, um, what, uh, what, what brings you here? I live here, and I tell you something for nothing. I don't like cold callers. I don't need double oh, blazing. No. I don't have windows, as you can oh, plainly no. see. And if you're here to waste my time, especially if you're here to convert me to some poppycock religion, <laughs> no. then you're barking up the wrong tree. Mace! 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 I'm not hitting it. I've already hit an old mace. man with a mace this week. Um, mace! <laughs> From the crowd. Mace! <laughs> this is my greatest challenge yet. Um, do I, is there a, she's sitting at a table. Is there mm -hmm. another chair? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to sit in the chair and be like, that's fine. We don't have to talk about religion at all. Let's just talk about you. Sitting it backwards. <laughs> let's let's rap. <laughs> I just let's rap. Rap. <laughs> I just rap with you. Um, I, That's not how you use a chair. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I rotate oh, the chair oh, back round and sit the proper way round. Well, what do you what do you want to know? No one's asked me a question about me in a very long oh, I just, time. I, um, what are you in, what are your interests? What are, you know? How how's life? How are you doing? I just you know I feel like probably someone needs to listen to you rather than. Just speaking at you. Is that is that right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Just, let's just chat. Let's see, you know. Probably we can have a really good time. We've probably got more in common than you think, even though I'm a giant lizard. <laughs> oh! So you are. Well, um, I'm, I'm quite lonely, yeah. I think. Well, people should, people should come by more often, you know? Have you got any biscuits, Egbert? I, I, I look well, in my I'm... knapsack for biscuits. Uh, you've got, like, Paladin standard issue oat oh. cakes. I, I offer them. She she takes one and sort of, like, tests it on a tooth. And it's like, oh, a bit dry. but um, wow. She's sort of just nibbling on an oat mm. cake now. I just... There are so many people here all the time. And... They all seem so excited about the rest, and then when whenever someone comes along this funny little walkway, they all go silent and start hissing and things. Yeah. Well, I think they just you you know they just they misunderstand you. They just don't you know 
you've got to forgive them. They're, they're sort of, they've got their own lives, they're caught up in their own deal, and it's not malice, you, you know, it's just that they just, they just don't understand. You know what I think it is? I think it's, I, I think it's that they're just waiting to see me vaporise people when they get on my nerves. That's what you do. Well, yes, they get on and my nerves. And you vaporise them. And you know, I just... <laughs> yes. That's... Surely you've done something you regret in your life. Uh, I mean, yeah, in the last week. Uh, but... Oh, what, what was it? Well, I had this disagreement, let's say, with, uh, with a gentleman. Um, I... Oh, you regret <laughs> it now. All right. Um, but he ended up as a seal. What? He ended up as a seal. <laughs> Think, things were said. Huh? People were hit with magic maces. And he ended up a seal, but I, Curses. I think he's happier now. Really, is, I genuinely think he's happier. Is, is it that yeah, seal? That seal. Do you want to meet it? You turned, you turned a man into yeah. a seal with a magic yeah, mace. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard, is that, dear. Is that cool with you? Sure. Bring, <laughs> bring the seal over. Sure. Come on. I, I, I pop um, over and um, extricate the seal from the breastplate. He is incandescent with rage because <laughs> you're dragging him away from like a massive tank of treats. Like, whoa! Ooh, ooh. Um, but yeah, you sort of carry him back over and you, you what, sit him in the old yeah, lady's like, lap or like on the table? The seal? Would you like to pet him? Oh. Yeah? Look. Yeah, yeah, yes. Just there you go. Isn't this nice? Isn't this nice? This is. Uh, I have yes. a question. Go on. Are you are you are you going to try and slip me some sort of pamphlet in a minute? It's all right if if the well, answer is yes. You know what? No pressure. I'll just leave it with you. If you want to read it, you can. If not, you know, winter fuel. That's the way I always look at it. You know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. There are plenty of other orders out there. I just want to show you the options. Also, look at my seal. All right then. <laughs> 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 um, she reaches out and the, you hear a <gasps> from the crowd and as the piece of paper transfers into her hand the crowd explodes <laughs> um, um, it wakes up the elderly people who are uh, sleeping in their chairs at the end of their corners because <laughs> they're off, off the clock they're like oh, oh. Um, it, it, like from the reaction everyone in the crowd assumes that this is the first time she has ever taken a pamphlet ever um, uh, and so, yeah, Egbert sort of stands at the end of the gauntlet at the, yeah. the obstacle. He has completed it. Um, Max is at the end, like jumping up and down and applauding. And I say to the old lady, yeah. you can look after the seal. I'll come back for him later. You guys get to know each other. I think you'll get on famously. Yes, all right. I suppose you're off to the arena Am now, I? aren't you? Oh. <laughs> mm? Uh, Max comes up and takes your arm and goes, uh, yeah, you are. Come on. Okay. Well, bye. I'll see you later on. I'll, I'll pop by after the arena. <laughs> um, so Max kind of, at this point, Max is used to seeing you all around and is like points at all of you. Maybe not the cat because she hasn't twigged. And it's like, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, she is already bustling um, Egbert toward uh, a very large sort of uh, arena-like space. They are uh, basically like, um, all right, very simple. Uh, just watch, uh, duck and weave, always duck and weave, always be moving, don't stand still. Um, have you got, you've got any magics? I mean, yeah, but nothing yeah. really super useful in this, in this context, in an arena context. Okay. I'll do what okay. I can. 
just use them when you can. Uh, keep your guard up. Um, uh, don't let it smell your fear. Uh, don't let it smell uh, my. You, you know what? what? You're going to be fine. Fear. Fear. Um, they so this is a fear situation, is it? Is it a fear off. situation? Should I be afraid? See you later. Good luck. Okay, bye. Uh, Max, Max <laughs> goes off into the the arena and sort of uh, goes to take a place that has been reserved at ringside, um, and uh, there. Uh, basically, there is a small door to the arena, and there is an official who's already beckoning you over. Okay. Um, uh, the rest of you, um, there is a crowd pouring into the arena and taking seats on bleachers. Um, are you cool. going Does in? Want a drink? Any, uh, beer? <laughs> what do you want? Can I have some kind of novelty cup novelty with cup. a beverage inside? Yeah. Dob, I think they do big pretzels. <laughs> Go on. Oh, yeah, a big pretzel, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I go off and I get a load of pretzels and beers and snacks and I, uh, some little Egbert flags. Little Amazing. Little yeah, they, they actually, Egbert merch has started to pop up around, um, <laughs> around the tourney grounds for the sort of more more nice. pioneering uh, sort of wear hawkers. Um, so Corazon comes back with uh, a bunch of pretzels. They are like normal pretzels, but they seem to have weird sort of like extra shapes on the top. Um uh, and he comes back with a novelty cup for you, uh, Prudence. It yeah. is uh, an enormous drinking horn. Oh. Like, absolutely gargantuan. Wow. I don't even there know you if go. I can finish this. Uh, have you seen horns like this before? I mean, they're impressive, and I know horns, so... <laughs> um, um, before, before we kick anything off, Dob, um, maybe you'd like to give, uh, give Egbert a little, a little boost. You got any, anything, anything like that? You could maybe... You're talking about the berries. You know what I'm talking about. They don't they performance enhancing berries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Um, okay, but I feel like you're about to enter a combat situation, so I'm going to give you some bardic inspiration if okay. that's cool. Always. Um, Egbert, you're going to do fine. Is the crowd singing along at the moment? Everyone says that you won't. Do they say I won't? But I don't believe it. I'm your biggest fan. Okay. But what were they saying about me? But I won't repeat them. They would only upset you and throw you but off the game. But now I'm game. thinking about what no, they might have been. Get out there. Okay. I get out there. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. Um, you are introduced into the arena. Uh, sort of, uh, a man cups his hands and says, uh, "Introducing to the arena to complete the Paladin Trials, Egbert the Careless." <laughs> I, put, I come out with my shield um, and my mace, and without thinking, I bang my mace on my shield. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fine. I it's an inanimate okay, object, good. so you don't have. Don't have to roll okay. me a d6. I bang my um, on my shield and um, do that for the crowd. People are applauding, um, and then the crowd sort of dies down. Um, and you just hear, and his opponent! And uh, the crowd starts a low chant. They're like, Stan! 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 Um, uh Prudence, you're a bit confused, and you look down at your drinking horn, and you see that it has a sort of a commemorative decal uh, on it, with like uh, it's a, ca a caricature of a minotaur, um, oh. and the um, the name is Brawlin Stan. Uh, and look at that! 
Dob, you sort of you sort of look to your yes. left uh, at your Minotaur. Oh uh, yeah! Wow, that looks fearsome. Uh, now you mention it, he is wearing a jumper with a big <laughs> S on it. Um, and indeed, in front of you, Egbert, as you sort of stand ready, uh, a large sort of portcullis like comes up from the floor, and out steps a Minotaur. Cool. Hefting a really big axe. Um, and I would like for everybody to please roll me initiative. Oh, dear. Everybody. Okay. Oh, everybody. Everybody, is it? So, um, I'll remind you as we do this that if you want to hold your action, you can. Um, uh, but yeah, everyone's going to get to have I've a turn, a basically. So I'll... That ain't good no. for you, is it? Oh. Okay. Also six. Also six. Snap. Okay. Uh, 21. Not natural. Oh, wait, plus six plus one, sorry, seven. Seven. Still bad, but slightly less bad. Let's look on the bright side. It would be the Egbert thing to do to look on the bright side. Six is prudence, Dob. Twelve. Twelve. Lovely
but Corazon sat there smugly. It's like, <laughs> it's eyes. <laughs> I'm doing the splits like Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Athletics check. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just letting that one happen. Oh, okay, well, uh, that's Corazon. Uh, Meryl, when? Okay, I turn back into an elf, mm-hmm. and around just in front of the Minotaur, I cast Spike Growth. <laughs> there it is. Uh-uh. Oh no! How big is Spike Spike Growth again? Okay, so it's a twenty foot radius. Yeah. Um, the area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a yeah. creature moves into or within the area, it takes two d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Uh-huh. Yes. The, the transformation of the ground is camouflage, so no one else can see that this is here. All right. To look Amazing. natural, any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast must make a wisdom perception check against your spell safe DC to recognize the terrain as hazardous before entering it. Okay. Ah, so it's camouflage. Neat. Neat. Nice. Nice. But I could also um, wander into it by accident. <laughs> while I'm, <laughs> I'm like, Egbert, stay away from it. <laughs> so I, if I pass a wisdom saving throw mm-hmm. against your spell save DC, the Minotaur yeah. will... Okay, what's your spell save DC? My spell save DC is a 15. That ain't gonna do it. The Minotaur is going to charge oh. um, Minotaur <laughs> the return of the meat has grinder. a whopping 40 foot of movement so <laughs> the Minotaur will go across the yeah. entirety <laughs> Minotaur brisket for dinner tracks. everyone so oh. that's what. how much damage are you rolling there um, 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels that's 20 feet so 8d4 uh, eight. Eight on you go then. Oh, no Alright, here we go. Okay, four. Three, so that's seven. Four, that's eleven. <laughs> oh my. Three, that's. She doesn't uh, care who she has. Fourteen. Her bloodthirsty. She is absolutely. Four, that's eighteen. <laughs> Was it that? No. Sorry, 17. It's 13. Ooh. 17. You hate to see it. 4 is 21. God, there are children 22. in this crowd, though. <laughs> 24. <laughs> oh, dear. Is he going to be atomized? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bloody spear. Um, the, like, Brawling Stan charges across... Um, like the the arena towards Egbert and then sort of halts um, and sort of staggers around and lets out a confused bellow um, because uh, basically it's now he's now walking around on his ankles oh no oh, uh, hooves. Oh, where have the hooves oh, his, his hooves and his feet have just kind of <laughs> uh, so now he's sort of tuttering around and just like uh, just wailing Put me uh, right on pretzel. Uh, I'll have the it. The crowd is like, oh, it. oh. <laughs> um, uh, so Dob, you are next. <laughs> okay, uh, can I ask some questions about minotaurs? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I suspect this is a long shot, but is a minotaur a humanoid? Uh, no, it's a large monstrosity. Right. I mean, oh, I guess it is a humanoid. In 
it's got limbs in the same places. Oh my, yeah. And to be honest, um, like from the from the origin, it is like it, it had a human mother. There you go. So yes, yes, it's humanoid. Oh, okay, all right. So say I. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, here's what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to cast Crown of Madness on the uh, on, on Stan <laughs> with my magic left Can you hand. Explain again my for right the people hand. at home what Crown of Madness exactly does. Yes, I would love to. Uh, one humanoid of your choice that you can see must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. While the target is charmed, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head and a madness glows in its eyes. And here's the crucial part. The charm target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. Now, oh. here's the thing, though. Possibly there are obviously no other targets. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to throw in the plushie. <laughs> <laughs> the big plushie minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna like send that in, yep. and then yeah. cast Sounds Crown right. of Madness. Okay. What's your spell save DC, please? Target. Sorry. What's your spell save DC? It is seventeen. <laughs> oh, so close! Sixteen. Uh, no, uh, Stan gets a crown of iron uh, atop his head. And he roars like with like as his eyes glaze over, um, and he sort of starts to heft his great axe up, and then sort of pauses for a sec, not sure what to do next. Hey, look, another minotaur down there, and it's challenging you, Stan, for your minotaur supremacy, for your title of stro- of, it, of supremacy. It, it wants to be and... the new alpha of the Colosseum. <laughs> It turns and bellows, um, and like it actually throws the great axe at the plushie, Whoa. and sort of hits it square in the chest, and then it just runs over, and starts punching the ground like pummeling <laughs> it. Um, and you hear, uh, like, the crowd is very confused and mildly upset, but uh, this is like the signature move they all came to see. So there's just a chant of like brawl, 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 <laughs> as like. A brawling stand just keeps punching a plushie. <laughs> uh, Egbert. Um, I am kind of surprised by all of this stuff uh, because I didn't even know the fight had started yet and already he's uh, he's been minced to bits and gone mad and started attacking a plushie. <laughs> Don't forget punching the crotch. And also doubled over in pain <laughs> because he's punched in the crotch. Um, yeah, he's having a very but bad. But given day. that he's presumably running away from me in sort of and, and is wailing on the um, plushie, uh, yep. I'm going to try and bring this fight to a quick conclusion by uh, jumping on his back and and trying to sort of choke him to unconsciousness. I recognise that this is not about a fatal fight, really. Um, so I'm going to go for a kind of uh, unconsciousness job on on his neck. Okay. His big thick neck. Yep. He's got okay. a big thick neck, but I've got big thick arms. So let's see how that goes. Sure. Um, how big is Egbert? Dragonborn. Oh, at least seven foot, probably. <laughs> at least twenty feet. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Dragonborns are big, Eight aren't they? Miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Egbert's you're fine. a twenty foot cube. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's not the way you do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
because uh, your size is medium, the size of a minotaur is large, you can try okay. to grapple it. Um, so, uh, roll a strength athletics cool. check, well please. Do. That's a five plus roll. four, that's a nine. Okay, let's see how this goes. Uh, I'm afraid uh, I rolled a 14. Oh, the Minotaur um, stand is like... Mur, mur, mur. Um, doesn't even like you sort of jump on his back and he swats you off and carries on punching. Oh, no. um, so you land in the dirt next to uh, next to old Stan. Uh, Prudence. Okay, okay, all right. Stand back, fools. Um, what is what are the features of this arena? Is it like coliseum like? Is there coliseum furniture, so to sand, speak? Sand floor. Coliseum okay. um, furniture in the stands. Yeah. No, no, but there's no like, uh, there's no um, architectural features in the Colosseum. It's just an open space kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there goes my clever idea. I hit him oh, with an eldritch blast <laughs> from the stands. Okay. <laughs> well, yep. no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me think about this. I feel like stealth is off the table because the the Minotaur's got a bloody great big iron crown of madness on. That's not a paladin move. I feel like someone's going to suss that there's assistance being rendered here. So what do you think? not, otherwise yeah, I'm going to fail yeah. immediately, presumably. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. I think, I think people like will just sell. assume that the crown is a sort of new merchandising yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people already oh, rustling them you up. Ring, King you of the ring. ring. You ring gear for the Minotaur. Okay, alright, fine. Uh, oh well, I'm, now I'm not sure, because I really want to Eldritch Blast their Minotaur, but... I don't want to give the game away, so let's have a think. All my spells are so spooky that no one can mistake them for a paladin spell. Prudence, may, maybe you should look in the orb and see what the orb suggests. Yeah, have a look wow. in the orb. All right, okay. All right, I've been hefting this magical cursed bowling ball, known yep. only as the magic orb, I suspect. <laughs> I've mm -hmm. been calling it the magic orb, or... Orb baby. Orb. Orb. Orby. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Orby. There are some Scottish people in the audience yeah, having a wild time right now. Okay. <laughs> not, not that. Uh, we'll, come, we'll, we'll, we'll come around to a name later. Anyway, I've been hefting this like cursed bowling ball around and it's done me no good so far. Uh -huh. So I um, lob it at the Minotaur. <laughs> What? Oh! <laughs> How is that? Stealthier than yeah. Because it's just, you know, a Larry member of the crowd just throwing, you know, I'm sure there are loads of people Can't here. You who are like... lament <laughs> at someone. <laughs> yeah, but I bet, Johnny, I bet people throwing hot dogs and pretzels. And yes. Yeah, but the, but the hot dog isn't going to implode and like fold the universe in half or something. Yeah, but the... I want to see what happens. <laughs> to be clear, are... I think it's a good plan and we should do it. <laughs> people are throwing stuff, it's true. Um, All right. All right, Jay, make me a dex check. All right. Just don't whiff it. All right, don't whiff it. Please don't whiff it. All right, dex, you say. Dex, you say. Uh, mm, okay, uh, that's a sit, six. Mm. Oh, but I've got inspiration. I'm going to roll it again. I'm going to roll it again. I'm going to roll it again. And I'm not, not a one. Not a one? It's a 12 plus one, so 13. Okay. Um, you basically have the the orb it is very heavy um but it kind of it bounces once in the arena twice in the arena and then rolls and then just touches just touches the back 
of uh, one of Brawlin Stan's legs. And um, have you ever heard the ballad of Alien Resurrection? Yes. Yeah, I know the one. Do you recall the? Ballad? Do you recall the bit where? Uh, no, it's not the best ballad. Do you recall the bit where the titular alien is through the hole out into through Cole's hard vacuum of the void? Tony Hawk. And I sure yeah. do. And doesn't it? It's skull so, sort of hover in place and do a little wily e. coyote thing before disappearing. Yeah. It, it very much does. Basically, the orb, where it makes contact with Brawling Stan, just starts to go... <laughs> and, like, Stan feels like... Argh! And gets sucked into the orb. Which, um, after this horrible, horrible thing is concluded, the orb just sort of glows... It glows a darker shade of black. <laughs> and sort of smoke just kind of... Prince, comes you've up been carrying it. that thing around in your pocket? <laughs> Yes. Um, oh, um, I immediately stand up and bellow as loud as I can. Wow, Egbert's got one heck of a grapple on him. Egbert, you hit up. I shout. Um, Egbert, everyone. Egbert. Two, two things happen. A door is kicked wide open into the arena. Um, and you see a man rushing forward, running forward with two red flags. Um, and starts to pull back his arms. Um, and then he is shouldered out of the way by sort of like this, a very burly middle-aged dude who's kind of balding on top, who has a towel over his shoulder, and he throws it down to the bottom of the arena and goes, all right, you passed the trials. Just don't hurt the Minotaur no more. Let him out of your ball, Mr. Paladin. Come on. Um, <laughs> What are you yeah, Egbert, let him out of the ball. I have no idea what just happened. All I know is I'm edging away from the ball, um, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, uh, I'm sure I'll do that just as soon as I work out how." You're telling me you don't know how to get the Minotaur out of the ball? He no, I'm sure he knows. I, I raised him out. from when he was a calf. <laughs> do it, Egbert. Say the magic words. You can't do this to me. And he sits on the floor of the arena and starts oh. blubbing. Oh, oh. Um, I I look around confused um, at what the crowd's up to. What are the crowd uh, up to? Well, the crowd is is there's it's constant hubbub, but people are are also really happy. Like they had a really good show. This is a this is a tr yeah. They start chanting your name, um, and the the official is rolling up his flags, and he walks up to you, and says. You know what your friend pulled there was enough to get you disqualified, but since this guy threw in the towel first, the, con the, uh, the contest was already concluded. Therefore, I have no choice but to tell you congratulations on passing your trial. I hope we never see you here okay. again. In the future, remember your bloody fall. Yes, okay, <laughs> will do. Um, see um, ya. And he stalks out of the arena while uh, sort of the, the coach of the Minotaur is still on the ground, being like, oh, my merchandise <laughs> deal. Um, I'm like, I come up to him, I'm uh, like, if it's merchandise you're interested, we could go for a very, very favourable 90% to me, 10% to you split on Eggbutt merchandise. Eggbutt, Eggbutt, Eggbutt. I think I'd make an adorable plush, and I've got a pet seal. Speaking of... <laughs> Shouldn't we go grab Yeah, I'm going to go seal? get Seal later. The old lady's looking after Ooh. him. As long as he's not been vaporised, it'll be fine. Max uh, puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, um, 
maybe not now. Let the man okay. grieve. And anyway, if you're doing any merchandising deals, you want to okay. talk to me. That's fair, Max. So, you, you always believed in yeah. me. Yeah. Mostly believed in me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well done, I guess. Um, just remember your forms, like okay. the man said. Okay. Will do. Thank All you. Right. And I yeah, toddle no off worries. to uh, celebrate and collect seal from his play date the with the seal. old lady. The seal's tummy is so unbelievably tight from all of the treats. <laughs> oh, uh, it looks like the old lady has been buttering up uh, Seal Gaiman, who just sort of oh. sees you and just goes, Whoa! Can, I, can I just... Um, I collect my cursed Pokeball. <laughs> yep. Uh, it hums with energy. Yeah. Um, Frisky in the Darkness uh, have been very wary of it up until this point, but they both start purring <laughs> and simpering. And you basically okay. have, a, have a clutch of, of extremely cursed, extremely happy items. Uh, with that, uh, I think we can safely call that the uh, the story of how you stung a nobleman uh, with wasps and or well, bees that smelt like urine, um, yeah. and uh, and got 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 Egbert yeah. his roof back. Hey everyone, thank you so much for watching this, the first ever live Oxventure. Yeah, it's it's live, it's real. How can we prove it? We, we can't. literally can't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Uh, keep. Uh, thank you to yes. Johnny. Thank you to Johnny yeah. from Dicebreaker, yeah. who ran the show. Make sure um, you subscribe to Dicebreaker, and yeah, we'll see you next time for some more Oxventure. Great Oxventuring, yeah. everyone. Good job. Fair trial, part two of two. And yes. how do you think? How do you think he did? How did Egbert do? Will he be happy well, with that? He did he, he leave it all on the pitch? To paraphrase the song, he got by with a little help from his friends, <laughs> a little magical help uh, from pretty much everyone. I think, so actually. cheating. Yeah, I know. It's it's, <laughs> it's bad, the most isn't dishonest it? Dishonest paladin performance. Yeah. Uh, come on now. I mean, he he was trying, but I think th- the thing is that Egbert would never have asked for the help. No. But uh, but his friends just couldn't see yeah. him struggle and that's that's delightful really isn't it so yeah. even well, though it's he his did pure paladin shoot. heart that has attracted such friends quite, so in a way quite. it is his paladin qualities that have either that or, or he just succeed. won't leave oh, <laughs> oh. But, yeah his um, tenacity yeah. is not going away-ness yeah it, it's really fun this one it's a real um I, like really dense, you know, considering it was our first like live streamed Ox Venture. It, a lot it's, happens. There's a, a lot going on and a lot of stuff to get through in terms of the Paladin trial. Because we had the jousting, we had the pamphleteering, we had the full guys obstacle course. And then the, and then a battle, you know, a final battle in the arena as well. Are we sure so, Fall Guys didn't watch our D&D session? And, that's oh, and, and that was the reason it became the sensation that's, of the summer. Yeah, they invented the yeah. game. Yeah, probably <laughs> that's it. And probably royalty should be directed to uh, this address. Um, and not to Kershaw's Castle after all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. It also reminded me of, is that weird, is it a Richard Gere film called First Night or something like that? Uh, yeah, it rings a bell. I'm going to look it up now. Look, I'm doing it. 1995 film. Yeah, it was it was Richard Gere as Lancelot and Sean Connery was King Arthur. There you go. But there's a really weird bit where in an otherwise mostly sort of sensible medieval thing, they right. create a sort of like American gladiators style eliminator, but out of medieval stuff. And Richard Gere does this obstacle course 
basically. Are you telling me that's not historically accurate? Well, I, I mean, I'm no historian, but I'm going to assume <laughs> only Andy that, they, here, that they didn't have uh, weird mechanical obstacles. It's like a big windy, there must be someone winding a big handle or something to, to make all the mechanisms. It's very, very strange. It's like Rube Goldberg uh, night killing machine. Well, they had a lot of time on their hands. No one had invented D&D. Yeah, there wasn't Video Netflix. games weren't a thing. Yeah, yeah no, Game of Thrones Plus. hadn't even started yet. Yeah, I'm so excited for the D&D film. We talked about it before in an episode of this very podcast. It is You know, they were, they just bad. cast Hugh Grant as the villain. No, 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 the new oh, the D&D new movie. Oh, we don't know yeah. that it's going to be bad, Mike. No, it we might just know be it's brilliant. probably going to be no, bad. No, 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 no. I'm keeping the faith. This is no, going to be the one where they actually crack it. And this is going to be a friggin' amazing Dungeons well, & Dragons movie. You know what? It, it could be their Iron Man. Right, it could be the <gasps> thing where, like, you know, like Marvel films were embarrassing oh for like the longest time, and then yes. Iron Man came out and turned the entire thing around. Yes. So they get this one right. They're going to turn the which, tide. What they will be trying to do is create the D and D D and D shared universe. Yeah, D and D C U. D and D C U. Make it happen. It works perfectly. Yes. And then we need to go to them and say, "Look, Oxventure is <laughs> a key part, and so we should have an Oxventure yeah. film." We'll be the Ant Man yeah, yeah, to yeah. your Yeah, we'll be the Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. We're the comedy Ant Man's yeah, sort of exactly. fooling around on the sidelines, just not taking yeah. it very seriously, but being kind of endearing all the same. Exactly that. Yeah, we're the ones in the back of the tavern having a drink while the heroes like smash in yeah, and yeah, yeah. kick the crap yeah. out of everyone. Can I and have then an autograph, please, yeah. sir? Hero adventurer. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Call us Wizards of the Coast. Somebody call us. Somebody better. Literally anyone call us. I just want to speak to someone. <laughs> We move on to a final gladiatorial sort of arena match with a minotaur. Yes. Bloody I remember feeling, They're terrifying. Yeah, I remember feeling extremely threatened by this. Because it was one-on-one on one and we very rarely have like one-on-one on one Yeah, with giant monsters. But yeah, in the end, everyone got stuck in again, probably pretty much disregarding the rules for the, Initially, the paladin Initially, like, with the intention of it being subterfuge, but I think by the end of it, it's all pretty, pretty obvious. Like Luke uses Crown of Madness, Crown of Madness, which he's never used again. He felt so bad because it is quite um quite a dark side sort of power. Yeah, it's not very Dob, <laughs> it's not is very it? Very really? Dob brand, is it? No. Yeah. So he never used that again because it conjures like this horrible iron thorn crown, and it makes you laugh maniacally or something, and then yeah, you and lose then attack something. And, Horrible. Yeah, I can see why he's not so keen on it. And yet Prudence doesn't know how to do it. What Prudence does know how to do, however, is to throw the orb on the ground and like alien resurrection the Minotaur inside it. Yes, I think Johnny specifically mentions alien resurrection, which yeah. is so that's such a good visceral graphic reference. If if you've seen the film, I suppose. Yeah. If you hadn't, there's a bit at the mm, I suppose this is a spoiler. We're sort of backing into a spoiler for Alien Resurrection. But you've had time to watch Alien yeah, Resurrection. Yeah, and it's not that good anyway. Well, <laughs> and there's a bit where a monster gets sucked through a little hole in the side of uh, a spaceship space. out into the vacuum of space, but it gets like extruded and like crushed and crunched yeah. down and extruded into like a paste and presumably that paste is blasted out into space and freezes into a kind of yeah, I but see. My, my memory paste. of it is it, it's like a cartoon in that, like, mm. it, the face is the last thing to go and it kind and it of does a sort, a sort of sad look. Doesn't it? Yeah, it has a sad look and does a sort of cartoon <laughs> wobble and then disappears into space. And that's very yeah. strange. Film. That's what happens to that Minotaur. So, pretty bad end. And, and um, yeah, cameo appearance from the orb. A little mm. did we know it would go on to play such a, a, an important part in Oxventure. Yeah, we've got the, the upcoming Orbpocalypse saga. Yeah. Uh, 
which I mean is upcoming on the YouTube channel. But if you're resolutely just listening to podcasts, it will, be a <laughs> it quite will not a be long on the podcast for quite a while. Yes. So do hop on over in May. We've said well, Oxford D&D will be back Indeed. in May, and we will get going with the Orb Apocalypse saga because there was a bit of a cliffhanger on our last D and D session. Very gonna, exciting. Yeah, we're sort of trying a more seasonal, seasony mm. approach. 2D&D, so we can have kind of longer continuity-based storytelling rather than these kind of one-off bits and pieces. Yeah. Let us know how you enjoy it when it arrives. A date in May TBC, right? That's correct. Uh, but we will be letting you know on our various social media uh, things. Yeah, hit us up. we got a TikTok now. I mean... We, we have a TikTok, yeah. <laughs> we got a TikTok. we got a Facebook. we got an Insta. What do you want? What do you want from us? There's a <laughs> YouTube Tumblr Shorts channel. Somewhere. We've got a YouTube, YouTube Shorts, Shorts channel. channel. Can you believe? <laughs> uh, not all of these are ideal for announcing, like, Oxventure return dates. But, That's uh, true. You'll get, the, you'll get the idea. Anything else to add? What's happening on Outside Xbox over the next few days? Well, if this is going out on Friday, yes. we may have a video today, actually, uh, which is Andy and me playing uh, Resident Evil Reverse, which is the multiplayer Resident Evil game that you didn't know you want and probably didn't know existed at all. Um, but we played a bit of it. It's kind of fun. Uh, it's interesting. It's got a slightly different visual style. What is? It is a very sort of short, uh, fast-paced deathmatch game mode. Mm. But the twist is that as you're deathmatching, you go around and grab these vials of the the virus. And the more of those you collect, the bigger the monster you turn into when you get killed. And you're a you monster. Can, you can, Wait, so you, who you are you playing? As a, you start as a human. So you can be like Leon, <gasps> Ada Wong, uh, Claire, uh, Jill. Yeah, all the faves. Okay. Punk. Chris Redfield, the other, <laughs> the other hunk. Yeah. Um, and, uh, wait, and wait, yes. wait, which Chris Redfield are we talking about here? Which oh, it's new Chris Redfield. Era. Really. Oh, wide Chris Redfield. Well, not as wide as... I feel like Chris Redfield's hit his peak wideness in Resi 5. Is that fair to say? Uh, he was enormous I in Resi 5. I don't know about that. His Hard arms to say. were the size mm. of tree trunks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've yeah. only seen him in a big coat in Resident Evil Village, so it's, it's hard to say. Unless he strips down to... <laughs> down to his best. We um, won't know how his biceps are doing these days. But anyway, you I did email to Capcom while we're recording this. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Dear <laughs> Capcom, Ari, this <laughs> biceps. Yeah. But yeah, so you start as a human. You try and collect vials and kill other characters. And then when you get downed and killed, you immediately horrifyingly mutate into oh. one of the bioweapons, which is like it's kind of normal and fine when it's, you know, a, a mold molded, I think they're called from Resi 7 mm-hmm. or, a, you know, one of those frog things, those horrible frog things, or even a tyrant, I suppose. But it's a bit weird when you turn into the one weird guy, Jack Baker, from oh. Resident Evil, and you just turn into him. That's, like not, just a, that's not a monster. That's a like character. He's a, yeah, like he's a strain of virus. But anyway. So it's a bit strange to see Jill Valentine <laughs> turn virus. into Jack. Yeah. That's wild. That sounds like a wild time. It's very strange. It's got a slightly sort of comic book aesthetic to it with the kind of newsprint dots and things. So Interesting. It's very different. Interesting. But if you would like to see more of that, there will be a video either today or in the next couple of days. Coming very soon to the YouTube channel. Yep. Well, thanks for joining me and we will see you very soon or we will hear you very well. We won't hear you. You will hear us. You will hear us very soon. That sounds like a threat. Podcast. uh, (laughs) (laughs) We probably should go before we make it work. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. 
Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. <laughs>